What's up, everybody? Happy Thursday. I hope you guys are hanging tough on this magnificent day we have before us. God knows it is challenging out there, but tough times don't last. Tough people do. The world needs you. The world needs your divine, beautiful uniqueness, and it needs you in your highest greatness. So I encourage you to step out into the world and do everything you can to be that and to give what you have to the world and the people around you. So today's episode of the Ebb and Flow podcast is a very special one. This is an incredible conversation. There's so much knowledge and information and wisdom. I had the pleasure to go into West L.A. and meet with the great and powerful Dr. Har Hari Khalsa, at his transformational healing universe. This place is like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory of Health and Well-Being. He has state-of-the-art equipment and technology for healing. Um, it's, it's incredibly difficult to describe this place. Uh, Dr. Har Hari is a literal ball of light and joy. And he was an absolute pleasure to hang out with. I, I'd like to go <laughs> every time I've hung out with him twice. And every time I hang out with him, I, I consider just letting him know that I'm going to be back tomorrow to just come and sit and talk with him. Because he's got so much information in the way he gives it and um, how he delivers it is so awesome and inspiring and enlightening. And it fills you with happiness and a sense of well-being. And it goes to show why he is the master healer that he is. Um, and he's incredibly down-to-earth, incredibly humble. Uh, he is a Sikh, a master yogi in the kundalini uh, practice. Uh, he, it's awesome. Uh, I can't, I can't say enough about it. So in this podcast, our conversation happens while he is giving me this cyber scan reading. Now, a cyber scan is a medic, a, a German medical device that is basically the equivalent of getting full body MRIs, blood work, urine tests, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and it is wildly accurate. Uh, it is mind-blowing to me, the information that I got out of this conversation. Um, there's so much good information in it. Uh, I got a ton out of it, and listening back to it just now, I was thinking about editing it for fear of releasing some of my health information, but at the end of the day, who gives a fuck, and it'll probably help someone out there. So... So much incredible stuff in there. We actually take a break while he went to see one of his patients. And I had the, had the, the incredible opportunity of going into this DMT plasma light therapy chamber, which was an incredible experience. Um, and we talk about that for the second half of this episode. So there's so much good information in this um, I I was just listening to it and I it's it's awesome. 
So I'm stoked for you guys to get into it, to enjoy this one. Um, on your Thursday, it's going to fill you with power and inspiration. And that's about it, y'all. Uh, as always, I greatly appreciate your support and your ear. Um, if you if you enjoy this show, please subscribe, rate, review on Apple or wherever you listen. That's the greatest way to support me in the show. Uh, recommend it to your friends and family. If you think one of these episodes in particular might help someone out that you know, please share it. It goes that just pays dividends, and I, I can't thank you enough for your support. Uh, before I let you guys go. Head over to invadercoffee.com for the greatest coffee in the world. It is organic. It is low acidity. It is veteran-owned. There are some incredible roasts from the whiskey blend to the fuck shit up blend. I absolutely love this coffee. I look forward to it every morning. It is robust, flavorful. It doesn't leave you with that burning sensation in your gut, that nausea, that bad coffee often causes. Um, it's incredible. Head over to invadercoffee.com. Use code the ebb and flow, all one word, all lowercase, for 15% off your next order. Lots of love to you guys. Hope you have a great day. I'll see you on the flip side. Peace. You have unlocked the eternal link to internal source, the key of imagination, your admission, access to the enlightened dimension, a gateway at the junction of darkness and light, the place at which the chaos of our conditioned frame of mind give way to a life in constant flux, only to be mastered through vigilant discipline. Peaceful times may come, testing times may go. This is the ebb and flow. Hey everybody, welcome to a very special edition of the ebb and flow podcast. We're kicking this thing off with Dr. Harhari Khalsa of the Transformational Healing Universe. And we're going to do, what is this thing called we're going to do? Cyber scan. This is a cyber scan. And tell us a little bit about what this is, what this technology is, and what it does. Well, it's, this is German uh, biofeedback technology that um, basically what it's doing is it's scanning your energy field. So when you put your hand on the plate, it has a Tesla coil, which is like literally looks like the oven top, like this coil uh -huh. oven top. But it actually creates a, 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 a what's called a scalar wave. And when you put your hand on there, it's interacting with your energy field. And it actually has the ability to record your field into the device, almost like a holographic image. Mm. And then what happens is that image is then scanned with a database of um, there's over 150,000 frequencies, but we usually scan about 10,000. Um, it gives us uh, like an overview of all the uh, relevant medical data that a person could conceive of. It's almost equivalent to doing 23 medical tests in four minutes. It's mm. like going to the hospital, doing MRI, CAT scan, blood work, urine work, everything you can imagine in wow. like four minutes. And it's highly accurate, and, and, and it kind of blows people's minds because 
it's like it almost it doesn't seem real. It's very much like Star Trek, you know, when they use a scanner and they go, oh, this is what's wrong. Yeah, and yeah. Then they fix. It's exactly like that. I love it, dude. I love that. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's, it's pretty cool. And it happens in four minutes. That's how long the scan, the, the scanning, well, the initial scan is 10 seconds to get the, okay. the, the holographic image. And then it's four minutes to run the, the database. Okay. And then we have the readout. And it's about, it takes about maybe 20 minutes to go through that readout, like just for a basic reading. Awesome. And that's what we'll do like right now. I Sweet. Think. Yeah. All right. So I just put my hand on here. Yep. Just put your hand on there. Okay. And then you're just going to hold it there for about 10 seconds. And here we go. Can't wait. Yeah. It's pretty, this should be interesting. Yeah, it will. Okay. Is it okay if my fingers are going Oh, yeah, off? totally fine. Okay. Okay, you can take your hand off. So the question about the fingers, like this thing is so sensitive that um, more than half the patients I do the scanning with, they send me their saliva hair samples, and even just the energy from your saliva or hair can be scanned into the device, and, and we get a very accurate reading. Um, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So why yeah. isn't something like this used in a uh, traditional or conventional doctor's office? Um, well, I mean, th there are, believe it or not, there are some very prominent medical doctors who use this device, including Dr. Gary Gordon, who is a you know, very like leading cutting-edge doctor who had got, I think, NIH grants for mm. you know, detoxification using... He was the person who pioneered um chelation therapy in this country oh wow and he uses this on a regular basis he's been using it for years can so you tell people what chelation therapy is um that's they when they know. use typically it's like edta and they do it intravenously and uh -huh. it basically detoxes heavy metals ah, out okay. of the body and they use it for a lot of different chronic health conditions but he was the one who did all the initial research he got like a 30 million dollar grant Anyway, so he, but he's also holistic, right? Because uh -huh. it's kind of a, even chelation is a, kind of considered a holistic therapy. Um, but I mean, in Europe, this is considered a medical device. In uh -huh. Germany, it's actually licensed as a medical device, so it's being used for treatment as well as diagnostic. I mean, this country, let's just face it, it's, it's a medical mafia. They don't mm. want this. Right. Just like they don't want the hydroxychloroquine right. or vitamin D or anything yeah. that's natural that <laughs> yeah. can cure you. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want that. Yeah, that takes money out of their pocket. <laughs> no. no yeah. this, this is very threatening to a lot of people. So you know, even getting it in the country when we first ordered this thing, it was uh, they didn't want to let it in. Even really? Though, even though we had the, the proper documentation and all that because they had the FDA approval. It's, it's FDA cleared for biofeedback in this country. And at least they have that designation. So, but even the, the customs people, they, they were very reticent to let, we, we had to wait like an extra two weeks to, to even release it. That's so weird. Out of customs. <laughs> I know. It was like, what the heck? But anyway. Oh my But God. that was like almost five years ago so I, i've been using this device for almost five years it's and, awesome and it's it's pretty mind-blowing i mean it really it really reveals a lot about people and generally most people they resonate uh with what it's saying like you know they know they had a certain condition whatever it is you know and it, it'll just 
it'll bring up all the key issues that uh-huh. a person's having. But it also the other thing about how it works is it creates a remedy. And that's the mm. most exciting part of it, actually, is the remedies that it creates are, I'll pull one out here. It looks like a little credit card with a magnetic strip. Mm. And basically what happens is from the reading, there's all these different like items that show up, right? And so that's all converted into a frequency format that's imprinted on this card. And so what happens is you wear the card because our bodies are really energy. So when you wear the card, it's interacting with your energy field mm. and anything that's interfering with the energy field, which are all the pathologies that it picks up, um, it, it starts to re- clear it. It actually re- it, it removes the interference. So that's like the key to all healing actually is removing interference. Yes. You know, whenever you have like a physical injury, uh, a toxin, uh, a, a, an emotional trauma, uh-huh. all these things leave like s- literally like either a physical scar or an emotional scar that creates interference. Mm. And so what the cyber scan does is it helps the body kind of focus very exactly on what that interference is. And then the body actually does the work. Right. You know, it's just, it's no different than if you s- sit or stand in front of a mirror and let's say you have a piece of dirt on your face. You don't even think about it. You just brush it off. Right. You, it's just like instinctual, right? Uh-huh. So it's the same thing with the cyber skin. When you give it the exact mirror image of what's going on, the body knows what to do. Wow. And, you know, it's just like self-correction. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. That's actually, that's one of the things that I, I wanted to talk to you about was because it it feels as though this is something that is emerging in American culture and uh, specifically through this whole pandemic issue, which is there's one side of the spectrum that seems to view the human body as this very intelligent organism that is capable of healing itself given the right circumstances. And there's this other side of the spectrum where it's, it views the human body as this defective machine that needs constant engineering and a mechanic to sort of keep it up to speed through pharmacological means or medications yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I, I have grown up as, you know, and, and through my life as an athlete and my family's background, you know, I've come to believe that my physical body, all of our physical bodies, are maybe the most intelligent coagulation of matter the universe has ever manifested. I mean, couldn't you say so? This In this human vessel, I mean, there we, is... We're, we're gar, gar, in my estimation, just from my own experience, not from books, not uh-huh. from any training I've had at all, only just from my own experience, we are God incarnate. Right. We literally are the universe within these bodies yes and, and and it's just learning how to access the energy mm. and de 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 um programming deprogramming the false belief systems that have been you know in place for thousands of years really oh interesting i mean you know yeah. we, the, the, the human existence on this planet has been just a story of enslavement really mm. you know med- medical enslavement uh, mental enslavement uh-huh it's not letting people be people wow. like, you know we're supposed to be sovereign humans yes you know yeah <laughs> absolutely 
That's it. It's that simple, you know? Absolutely, man. <laughs> anyway. I, I mean, I re- you know, like, don't get me wrong. I respect science. This is science. I mean, what we're of doing course. right now yeah. is science. But in, on even, even pharmacological science is valid. But it has to be weighed in, like, proportion to nature. So, yes. For example, like, if, you know, antibiotics can be a blessing if you have an infection. It can save your life, right? right? But the overuse of it could also destroy your life. So right. it's, it, there's always a, a balance in everything. Mm. Yeah, it's such a good point. Yeah. So it's so important. Okay, so we got your reading. Okay. I okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so interesting. Let me see. So first thing, so th- let me explain what I'm looking at here so okay. you get a, an idea of what this is. So there's basically two, in, just to break it into very basic terms, two levels of energy. There's physical energy and then there's subtle energy. Mm. But really it's all energy. Uh-huh. It's just the physical is more dense mm. and the subtle is more subtle. And so the physical is going to be what I'm going to focus on first just because that's going to be your actual symptoms that you have mm-hmm. or you know let's say issues yeah. you know, with your body right i love it so the first things that are coming up with you and are you okay with me talking about yeah. this okay so the first things that are coming up here are with and it's actually i'm gonna before i even say any of that you're super healthy guy mm. like literally <laughs> most people have a lot more problems than you do <laughs> Than you do. Okay. I like that. So you're very healthy. Okay. So I'm great. just going to say that up front. And I can tell that because what I'm looking at are the organ systems. Mm. And generally, I'm looking at the brain, circulation, digestion. Those are like the three biggies, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And usually people will have stuff in each category, right? right? They'll have like three on circulation, mm. four on their brain, and like mm. 10 on digestion. <laughs> you know, and in your case, Nothing in the brain, mm. nothing in circulation. Wow. And the only thing that's showing up is in the digestion okay. a little bit. It's saying duodenum, which is like the beginning of the small intestine. There's um, a little bit of a like blockage. It says atresia, but it's just a word that really just means blockage. Or, Interesting. You know, so there could be, uh, you know, some issues with digestion. Just mm. minor, but still there's an issue there. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, you're really good. Okay. And then the next thing that's showing up is the gums. Mm. Um, and so that's another, you know, the, the cool thing about the cyber scan, every little part of our body uh-huh. affects everything. So it's something as simple as your gums could affect your energy, right? Yes. So in your case, your gums are actually the number one physical thing that's coming up right now. Wow. And, and, and it's basically gingivitis, which is inflammation in the gums. Yes. So does that make sense? Totally. Okay. It's actually been, I've been very mindful of my teeth lately. Yeah. And I've, I keep having this thing, Eb, just make sure to brush your teeth yeah. morning and night, you know, and yeah. I, fascinating. Dude. Yeah. So basically what it's saying is, um, you know, the inflammation, but it's, you know, it's basically like gum disease where, you know, there might be, you know, it could be there's actually an infection somewhere. But this is more of like a hint, right? So we uh-huh. know there's something going on with the gums. It could mm. be something else that's causing that. And as we go through the report, we're going to get more of the interconnections going on. So it's just one data point. But we know that that's definitely one of your main things. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, the next thing is your thyroid. Okay, so the thyroid, and it looks like you've had a little bit of a history. So the thing is, is like when I see a low number and then a couple of high numbers, that shows me that the thyroid's been an issue for actually quite some time. Mm. Um, probably more than a decade, I'd say. Mm. And so that would affect things like your energy levels, uh, your you know mood, your skin, your uh, you know, even digestion can be affected by it. Mm. everything's actually controlled by the thyroid because thyroid controls your metabolism. So interesting. Um, but in your history, and again, this isn't kind of current, but it's more of the history. You had some autoimmune issue that was impacting the thyroid, and mm. usually autoimmune. Um, almost 95% of autoimmune issues come from the gut. Interesting. Um, but your gut's doing pretty good. You still have a little bit of issue there with the small intestine. But when I say gut, it's mostly like the large intestine uh -huh. where it gets inflamed and you have leaky gut. And then, it, then the immune system overreacts and causes problems all over the body. But thyroid is a really common area where the immune system will attack. Mm. You know, And it's mm -hmm. not good when you're body's attacking itself basically now the thyroid <laughs> is located just below the sternum at it's, the top well, the, of the, the chest yeah it's right in your throat it's at the uh -huh. base of the throat yes. and it looks like a butterfly uh -huh. and it's really two organs there's the thyroid and the parathyroid the thyroid controls your metabolism and the parathyroid parathyroid controls your calcium mm. and so you're right now it's really just the thyroid that's being affected but what and this is just Again, we're you know I just talk in theory here because nothing none of this is a medical diagnosis, but probably from the you know stress that the thyroid had, there's actually showing there's like poss again it's we're talking in terms of possibilities here. Everything is quantum, meaning you know quantum possibility here uh -huh. of, of of an infection that's affecting the thyroid directly. Okay, so mm. and it's. It's at a two, which means that it's mild to moderate. It's not like going to be bothering you all the time, but occasionally you're going to have issues with your energy because mm. that's totally controlling your energy systems. Makes complete sense. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, let's keep going here. Your shoulder. Yep. You have an old shoulder injury? Yep, right shoulder. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually current too. Like it's showing up at a one, which means it's still – active mm. is that true like you still have issues uh, with it or uh well my left shoulder has been giving me problems too so lately the right shoulder I actually had surgery on okay yeah so there's definitely a shoulder mm. there's some room to like say heal there's some room for healing still in the shoulder because uh -huh. it's at a one okay um and it's very specific too it's uh bursitis in the semitendon um, musculi latissimus dorsi. So it's the the latissimus dorsi is part of the uh -huh. shoulder, like the you know the yes. rotator cuff and all that. Kind of yeah, stuff. on the um, back. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, and that's at a one. And then there's another one. Okay, so the, you know, there's a bunch of sh stuff on your shoulder, actually. So th this probably has to do with the history, but um, it's also showing calcium reduction in the peripheral joint. So um, what happens is when the body has inflammation, it will pull calcium out of the bone and put mm. it where the inflammation is to neutralize. 
Uh. And so that's when you start in, ended up with arthritis because the calcium starts building up around the joint to kind of neutralize the inflammation. And in your case, it's like at a two. So it's like, you know, there's ways to reverse that. You mm. know, the CyberScan card itself will start to help that process reverse. Uh, but there's other things you can do too, which we'll talk about later um, that'll help reverse that process. Um, lecithin, that's coming up. Interesting. Usually when something like that comes up. What um, is lecithin? Lecithin is a fatty acid that is you, that your body utilizes to create your um, neurons, the neural sheaths, actually the myelin sheath uh-huh. of the neurons in your, in your brain and your spinal cord and your nerves. They're all lecithin. Okay. So you're basically what I, I way I would interpret that is that you probably need lecithin in your diet. Okay. And you know, foods that have it like are um, sunflower seeds. You can, that's okay. probably the cleanest source, but then there's also soy lecithin Right, uh, but just getting lecithin in your diet is going to help your overall nervous system function. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So sunflower seeds. Yeah, but also you can just get lecithin that's already made like capsules. For, yeah, the, or a powder. You okay. can put it in your shakes. All right. There's, sometimes they already have pre-done things like that have that in it. Uh huh. Um, so, and then niacin comes up for you too. Mm. Uh, B3. So again, that's another, you know, and also panathenic acid. So your B vitamins, I would say, I don't know if you're taking B vitamins. I don't really take many vitamins at all. Yeah. So you might consider either eating foods with it or taking actually the vitamin because, uh, niacin, believe it or not, it's a very important vitamin. Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, the guy that, uh, Linus Pauling, the guy who, got two Nobel Prizes for vitamin C research and mm. other things. He took niacin his whole life. He lived at 99. Wow. But niacin, what it does is it opens up your peripheral circulation, oh. and it lowers your blood cholesterol and your blood pressure. Mm. So all these drugs that they give people, oh, you've got high cholesterol or high blood, just take niacin. It uh, cures both of them. Okay. <laughs> It's like, it's, and it's natural. Yeah. And by the way, you can get it for like 20 bucks. You can get a bag like this big off Amazon, which is enough for probably two or three years. Okay. For $20, nice. literally. Nice. <laughs> it's like insane. Easy. Yeah. So, and then panathenic acid too, which is another vitamin B. So they're both, you know. Interesting. Something to look at. I mean, just because probably your lifestyle, you're burning a lot of B. Uh-huh. So you got to replenish. Okay. So, yeah, bees that makes are sense. Super important. Um, okay, let's see what else is going on here. Uh, I'm going for the main items here. There's a lot, and I'm not going your, over your whole history. I'm mostly trying to focus on the the current stuff. Mm-hmm. So your yeah, kidney. Sure. Okay, so your kidneys. Again, this is not a medical diagnosis, but you're you may be like on the verge i don't know if you've ever had a history of kidney stones have you mm, had any no. ever okay because you're you're basically it's showing like you're or like you're in the process of creating kidney stones oh shit so it'd probably be a good idea to drink more water okay <laughs> so, um yeah get my jug <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean you don't have to do it like right this minute but 
I mean, if you're really, you sweat a lot. Or I you, sweat a ton. I try to, I mean, I feel like I drink about two gallons of water a day. Wow. Okay. But maybe I need to do. Well, the, the other thing is, is the kind. Okay. So there's two things about water. One is the quantity and the other is the quality. So quantity is easy. You can just drink two gallons. But the more important thing is the quality. So, and when I'm talking about quality, I'm talking about structured water specifically. Um, and there are ways to make structured water that are very inexpensive. You can get a, there's a device that you can get from Amazon that's it's a water structuring device. So you can take any water that you're drinking from any source, run it through the, uh, the uh, water structuring device, and it makes the water 10 times more hydrating. So that oh, means wow. with the same amount of water, you're going to get 10 times more you know, hydration Saturation. into your cells. Uh-huh. But I think that's super important. Um, it's so funny you say that because yesterday I was listening to a podcast, and I always believe the universe speaks to me through other people. Right. Yeah. And they started talking about structured water. And the, the, you today is the yeah. second time I've heard it. Yeah. And I was like, God, you know, I drink so much water. I think I need to be drinking structured water. It makes a huge difference. Okay. So that's, huge I got to do that. I, I learned this. Whole, I, I kind of been studying water for about a decade now. Yeah, you have this fa- magnificent water in the front. Yeah. It's got magnesium in it. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. That's called pristine hydro. That's the water that I make at my house. Mm. Right. And that is structured too. That water goes through a structuring process. So basically, all structuring is yeah, is how- put, putting water into the same conditions that it would be in nature, which would be in a bubbling brook uh-huh. or in a spring, and it, coming through the earth. So uh-huh. anything that vortexes water through mm. rocks or through you know turbulence, right? That's mm. what creates the. Uh, structuring of the water which when we say structuring really what it is it's breaking the molecules apart so they become more independent uh, and more free to go and penetrate into the cells and become more bioavailable so none of the water you're getting at a store or from your faucet it's like dead water right i mean it literally has just been sitting there and it needs you know there's different technologies the easiest one i found is this one on on amazon it's just a water and you okay. know, you can literally take any water even i wouldn't really recommend it but you could take city water run it through there and it's going to be a lot healthier than just drinking even bottled water and does that does that device work indefinitely yeah it's, it's just imagine just a, it's like a stream like you know with rocks in it oh, it, it, so it, it just it, mimics it, it, that yeah it's just like structures the water and it comes out you know it's simple it's perfect easy. yeah all right and you can do that with any liquid that you're using too like juice coffee anything that you want to get more hydration from you use a structuring device oh my god i gotta okay. get it yeah <laughs> thank god for you yeah <laughs> okay so the next thing is your ears any issues with your ears um it's saying otitis media which should be like an earache basically uh no but i do i have a a lifelong history i create a tremendous amount of earwax oh okay okay um and it's interesting my brother had um hyperacusis Mm -hmm. which he had this ringing in his ears Mm -hmm. for many years Mm -hmm. um so i'm curious if that's Sort of a genetic thing with us? Maybe, but, you know, it says it's connected to 
cold and flu. It's in the cold and flu category. So, Interesting. you know, it's again, it's just one data point, but it's at a one. So I'm like, OK, there's something going on with the ears. Interesting. You know? Even if you're not aware of it, I would say that your body, the energy there is kind of low in, uh-huh. in, the, in the ears. And then the next one, this is extremely interesting, okay? And this one kind of goes back to the thyroid and also the leaky gut and the autoimmune. It's saying, again, this is not a, this is not a diagnosis, right? I always try to emphasize this. We're talking about energy, right? Uh-huh. And it has to do with a collagen in your body, and it's basically a form of lupus, but we're, again, I'm not calling it lupus. It, it, we're just using that as a term that right. means autoimmune. It means the body's attacking its own connective tissue. Again, it's connected with leaky gut. Even though we didn't see like any real major leaky gut, you have a history of it. Interesting. So I don't even know what that is, really. Leaky gut? Yeah. That's when the lining of the intestine um, gets corrupted, and it allows food particles, which should normally be... Uh, broken down before they enter the body to get through into the blood. Uh. And so you get undigested food particles and even it could be bacteria, it could be fungal, it could be anything that's sitting in the gut that can get through into the circulation that's not supposed to be there uh. that overstimulates the immune system. Okay. So, you know, and that, and then a lot of, okay, so there's a lot of things that cause that, but mostly the biggest culprits in today's society are carbohydrate rich diets, right? Yeah. Too much, not just sugar, but even foods that contain yeah. carbohydrate and also glyphosates. Glyphosates are a huge factor because almost all foods now, even organic. From pesticides. Yeah. They yeah. have, a, they have it in there. So you have to you know, take that into account. If you really are focusing on health, um, you know, number one, try to eat organic as much yes. as possible because any food that you're not eating that's not organic, you're getting glyphosates. Yeah. And then, you know, even if you're eating organic, they're finding it in that too. So, because it's spreading all over the planet. So that's like, we have so many challenges yeah. <laughs> that we're facing. Yeah. But like, that's a easy one. Not easy, but relatively conscious. You can eat in a better way but really just cutting back on carbohydrates is a huge part of it i eat very little carbs yeah so that's probably why we're not seeing it like current like Uh because it's really not showing up at all in your digestion except a little bit but not even leaky gut it's just more of the small intestine but the the lupus thing though um it just means your immune system's overactive right interesting and also too much inflammation so and acidity so it's really the health in my the way I view health is very simple, inflammation, and acidity. Those two things, uh-huh. and they're kind of linked together. But when you have that condition in your body, you're creating the condition for autoimmune disease and cancer, diabetes, all the degenerative diseases mm. start from there. Mm. And that's why the breathing, like what we did with Troy that one day, yeah, that's super super important. For mm-hmm. alkalizing the body and neutralizing acidity. So I do that every day. That's, that's probably saving your life. Right, right. That's keeping me from feeling all of this. Yeah, shit. yeah. I mean, yeah. Because if you didn't do it, dude, you'd be in a lot of pain. Because <laughs> when you get lupus is a horrible disease. Like if you really didn't take care of your health, you, would, so interesting. you would be stiff and aching like all over your whole body. Uh-huh. It's a horrible disease. Yeah. 
Okay, so um, yeah, you got it under control. But the thing is, the cybers, the beauty of the cyber scan is, is that the energy of this card will actually just eliminate it out of your body. I love that. Just cut it out. Just stop it <laughs> completely. It. Okay, so the next thing is candida. Okay, mm. so candida. That's one of the things that's actually linked with autoimmunity and leaky gut. In your case, that's probably one of the things that's driving the autoimmune issue is the candida. And even if you have a pretty clean diet, uh, candida is just, it's basically an imbalance in your microbiome. Uh-huh. You know, it just means you've got too many of the wrong kind of bugs and they're, they're, basically weakening the immune system and allowing it to be out of balance. So, you know, candida is also, you know, a lot of these things are energies too, right? Uh Viruses, candida, parasite. It's a certain type of energy, right? And so what the CyberScan does is it just, basically it helps the immune system recognize energy and eliminate it. Mm. Okay. Of course, not eating carbohydrates is a key part of that. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see what else is up here. Uh, okay. Let's see. Okay, so the next thing that shows up is that you, I would say, and I think this is true for probably most people who live in L.A., but you, you've, you've got overabundance of exhaust emissions that you're being exposed to, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, it, you know, that's maybe even one of the contributing factors to what's going on. Because it all, it's all linked. See, when you start to look at everything, you're uh-huh. like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm living in, in a LA. toxic environment. Yeah. I'm breathing in this toxic shit. And that's going to affect, you know, your lungs and your gut in Chinese medicine are the same meridian. Large intestine, lung. So if your lungs are getting hammered, um, it's going to cause issues energetically with a gut and that could be what's causing the imbalance in with the candida which is causing the autoimmune and causing the lupus so it's all linked together uh, everything is linked okay. there's no separation that's the thing like that's the biggest thing that that i think i would like to impart to people is that you can't separate your health condition into one symptom right. or one treatment's gonna fix everything right. because everything's linked yeah you know, every, and if you start treating this little thing, then that might throw that over there out of whack, and then you've got another problem. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you you really have to look at it as a whole uh-huh. and treat it as a whole, yeah. and then you're getting like you're going to have like sustained longevity and wellness. Like that's really my goal for myself and also my patients. Like I don't. I don't care if I have a symptom. I care if I'm out of balance uh-huh. <laughs> more than anything. Like, yeah. you know, where am I out of balance? That's where I want to, you know, yes. focus that on that. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's the physical stuff. Interesting. And so now we're going to look at, there's two other layers. So we're going to do, because there's male and female. So we're going to look at the male stuff specifically. Cause a lot of times, you know, there can be stuff in the male system that's out of balance. So this will like help with the prostate, the testes, hormone, you know, that, you know, that kind of thing. So okay. this is just a quick look at that, and then we're going to see where it's at. Okay. And we've got, let's see, uh, pretty healthy. There's a couple of low numbers on the prostate. Mm. 
you know, again, this is not a medical diagnosis, but it probably would be good to focus on prostate health, okay? Okay. In your case. Because, you know, again, the prostate is an interesting organ because it literally rests at the base of the pelvic bowl, right? Mm. It's like the last organ, uh-huh. and it's connected with your rectum. Uh-huh. So if your colon isn't getting properly cleansed and the toxins aren't getting released properly or there's any issues at all in the intestine, guess where it's going? Right in your prostate. Mm. So prostate issues usually are a problem with the colon. Interesting. It's like, you know, and the other thing is like that it's, it's a, the cyber scan's a little difficult because we're not seeing the whole picture right now because part of what's going on here is it's only going to give us the information that's most important right now. But what happens is you, you wear this card over a two-week period and then I rescan you. It's going to reveal a deeper issue. And huh. it usually takes about six of these scans to clear out the deepest layers of stuff. Huh. So right now we're, we're, we're just seeing the most out of balance. But my suspicion is, is that your colon, whatever's going on with the colon, is hidden right now. Mm. Literally. Because I'm seeing autoimmune you know, which I know is colon, and then prostate, which I know is colon, but I'm not seeing the colon. Uh-huh. So that means that it's it, your body's not even ready to deal with it. Oh, Literally, it's not even ready to deal with it. So when that happens, it's going to show up, mm-hmm. and then you're going to be like, "Whoa!" And then that's going to get to the core, energetic core thing that needs to heal, so that those things never affect you, uh-huh. basically, for the rest of your life. That's our goal. Mm. You don't want to get taken down by the common diseases of man which yeah. you know every man gets a prostate issue after like 60 or something uh-huh. it's common right and it's because their colons are a mess uh-huh that's it yeah you know and, and one of the key things for the colon that i've learned and it's been used for decades actually i think more like thousands of years because i've been studying this for a long time and there's quite a history on it and it's doing enemas huh. you know most people they cringe when you think about doing an enema but i'll tell you i've done one I mean, amazing. Yeah, it, it makes you feel so good. Yeah. Because you know what? There's a gut brain connection. When you clean your gut, your brain works better. Mm. And it's immediate. Yeah. Um, I, and especially coffee enemas. Coffee enemas are like magical. That's what I've heard. So I, I'm a huge proponent of that. You know, the, you know, I don't know if you've heard of Gerson therapy. Have you ever heard of that? You know I have. Gerson was a doctor, a German doctor. In the 30s, I believe, in Germany, he you know, got there was a lot of very sick people in Germany at the time who had cancers and all these diseases. And nothing in medicine back then, and even now, <laughs> it's not even like nothing's changed in like 100 years. But like back then, they were doing the same shit, you know, with yeah. chemo and, you know, but it was more crude. But anyway, the point is, is that this guy was a very smart medical doctor and he's like, you know what? I'm going to try to actually heal these people with nutrition. Mm. And he started giving patients uh, carrot juice and wow. liver, desiccated liver and you know, doing cleansing, right? But uh-huh. he also uh, started implementing coffee enemas. And he would have these patients do like five coffee enemas a day. Wow. And he was healing. Like you can, there's actually a book that he wrote. I think it's called The Cure for Cancer or something. But it's Gerson. Gerson uh-huh. Therapy is the name of the book, I think. G-I-E-R. G-E-R-S-O-N. Gerson Therapy. And there's an institute in Mexico to this day. 
his daughter is running the institute, Charlotte Gerson. I think she's probably in her nineties. Wow. So, and, and they've been, uh, you know, instrumental in healing like thousands of people from cancer. And it's really just a cleansing juice, cleansing diet with coffee enemas and just cleaning the liver. Cause the coffee enemas help with the liver uh-huh. and that's it. And wow. they, you know, it just helps a lot. But you know, the thing is, my thing is don't wait till you have cancer. Right. You've already, you know, cancer is, is very hard to reverse. Uh-huh. You know, if, if you're in the end stage of cancer, it's not an easy thing. Yeah. It's very low probability that you're going to turn it around. But if you have the technology and the knowledge, you know, to do a juice cleanse, like I'm on a juice cleanse now. We, my wife and me, we regularly do juice cleanses, water cleanses, uh-huh. co- coffee. Enemas. Yeah. I mean, just to prevent. Just to clear it out. Yeah. You just don't want that stuff near you. Yeah. And by the way, that also prevents all these other things like the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. the coronavirus is really just a, you know, from what I'm seeing, um, an issue of vibration. You know, uh. the lower your vitality and vibration, you're just an open target for uh-huh. that virus, you know? And so, whatever you can do to raise your vibration through breathing, through fasting, through eating mm. organic, it's going to, make you invulnerable yeah you know 40 percent of the people who get this virus have no symptoms whatsoever yeah it's because they're living probably a little bit better lifestyle than most Uh uh-huh you know Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) just a little bit you know (laughs) okay so now we're going to look at your psyche so this will be the last part the psyche is that was it though that was it on the physical body yeah 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 pretty much those are the major things but like like i said there's good, there's hidden things uh-huh. there that we need to come back in like two weeks and do uh-huh. another scan okay. after you've worn this for uh-huh. two weeks. And then we're going to really see some interesting okay. stuff. Okay. So, um, okay. So we're going to, this is your psyche now. So the psyche. This will be interesting. This is usually really interesting. This is like stuff that most people aren't even aware of because it's stuff that we get programmed with from a very young age. Mm. Um, I, I love this one uh, guy. His name is Daryl Wolf. I found him like a year ago, and he's a master healer in Canada. And he he has a definition which I love. You know, the reason they call adults adults is because they adulterate kids. Oh my god! And so this is literally what we're going to look at is your adulteration. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so first thing, let's see. Let me see what's going on. You're, you're actually really good. Like, there's not, most of your trauma, like, we're looking at traumas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. It not can that, show but, that? Yeah, that's what we're looking at. So, the, actually, the first thing that showed up is your stomach. Oh. And that's interesting, because that's where we were in the very beginning. We saw this thing with the beginning of the small intestine, which is connected to the stomach. Uh-huh. And really, all it is is fear. Interesting. That's it. Just fear. Yeah. You know, the emotion of fear. And by the way, fear is universal. It's not like, oh, you're, you know, everyone, the whole yeah. humanity, we have fear. Why do you, why do you think people wear masks? Yeah. Why, why are we standing six feet apart from each other? Yeah. Only one reason. Fear. Fear. Yeah. And guess what? If you let go of that fear, there's it's not, all there's, good. It's all good. I mean, they, like Sweden didn't have it. Sweden, right. everyone's a fearless Viking in Sweden. Right. And they're badasses. They fucking, they're, they don't even they give a fuck. They're good. We're good. I mean, the one country, down. the one country in the world that doesn't have fear 
and they don't have coronavirus. Yeah. That tells you everything. It's amazing. And they don't. No one wants to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. So next thing is, let's see. Um. Yeah, you don't have a lot. Okay, there's one on pain. Let's check out the pain. So you do. Now it's interesting as pain comes up in relation to anxiety. So uh-huh. I'm not quite sure. We'll have to think about that. Why? It makes sense. Does it make sense to you? Yeah. I, I haven't figured it out. Well, how does that make sense to you? Just what's um, your... hmm. Well. Anxiety, most of, I would say throughout my life, most of my issues have been mental, depression, anxiety, anxiety attacks. But how does that tie in with pain? Um, Are you having anxiety because you're trying to avoid pain? Is it, would you say, or uh, I'm just curious because I've never seen this anxiety around not being able to endure pain or no. I would say for the most part around others or not being able to protect others from feeling pain. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. And that really comes to, you know, the crux of my thing is in this uh, current environment and the current state of the world is my biggest thing. It seems to be a fear and anxiety around not being able to protect my family. Right, exactly. So, the, and, and the pain associated with not doing that. Right. right? It's interesting because pain, you know, in, in the Sikh tradition, which I'm part of, yeah. and, you, know, the, you know what the core of it is? The actual core of a Sikh. Tell me. Pain is a blessing. Wow. That's mm. it. Uh-huh. If you want to explain what a Sikh is, that's what it is. It's a person who loves pain. Ah. <laughs> Don't say don't masochist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> I love that though, dude. <laughs> but no, seriously, like pain, when you can look at pain and say, thank you. That's really where I'm getting. Pain, yeah. And just be like, you know, and that's what, I think the whole world right now, that's what we need. Yeah, we need that. Just to be grateful for pain. Yeah. You know, because that's what we're all suffering. We're all suffering. The yeah. whole planet. Mm-hmm. You know, but then if you get it, that the pain is your blessing because it's what actually propels you to evolve. Mm-hmm. Yes. Really. It's really what you're, you're in. Because no one does anything unless you have some prod, like, making yeah. you freaking do something. Yeah. A fire so, lit under your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So the next thing, feeling... Fear of being seen, watched, or stared at. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so that's a like again, that's something from childhood, probably. You know, that's, that's fascinating. A, th- this is an old thing, right? That's fascinating, yeah. given what I've come to do with my life. Right, because you're because you're let you're shedding that. Uh huh. That's you know you're shedding your fear. That's uh, basically what it means. Yeah. So something about emotional. What does that mean about emotional? Let's see. Okay, so this is a long one, but it says stress, axis, traumatization, special types of stress, depression, because mm-hmm. you mentioned that. And yeah. then in the early years, so this kid, right, triggered more often uh, than average by emotions. Mm, yeah, and I so, feel very deeply. Yeah, so the emotions are... Um, you know, integral in your, in your, um, I guess your mood or even like, cause depression yeah. is like, yeah. my life experience. I've been, I've been 
feeling this in my interactions with my wife. I'm like, I don't know if people feel emotions the same way I feel them. Right. Exactly. Honestly. Well, guess what? The I didn't... depth and the and the weight of them is mm-hmm. is all is incredibly intense. Mm. Yeah, the emotion like that's a you know what I you know what's really what's your birthday by the way? October fourteenth, nineteen eighty seven. So you're a Libra. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's super sensitive. My, yeah. I have a daughter who's a Libra. Uh huh. Yeah. Very, very sensitive. Oh my god. Very sensitive. <laughs> okay, so there's so the another, another one continual demand for recognition. Mm. Okay, so this is um, that's a constant battle. Yeah, trauma. It's psychotraumology. Trauma caused disturbance. Continual demand for. So this is actually something you've imposed on yourself. Uh. You know, and it's not like a bad thing. It's just kind of like your prison. Uh huh. <laughs> It's like your prison, self-imposed yeah. prison. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's see what else. Demand for recognition. Yeah. Wait, you know what they said? I, I, I follow this one guy. He's like a, I consider him like a guru. He's uh-huh. an interesting guy. His name's Leo. You can look him up on YouTube. It's uh, Just self, Leo? Well, it, the, the, the site is um, selfactualized.org. Uh-huh. I highly recommend you watch this guy. Okay. Just to give you an idea of who he is. Uh-huh. I was introduced to him through my 5-MEO guru okay, or shaman, whatever you want to call the guy, right? He said, watch Leo's video before you come and do the 5-MEO. I'm like, okay. So I watched Leo, right? I don't know who this guy is. And he's like, yep, you're going to die. But it's like better than, let's say you paid $20 million to go to outer space, Uh you know, and you're really rich. This is like a million times better than that. (laughs) I'm like, whoa, okay. So, But what Leo... You know, when he he's a five MEO guy, and he he literally will do like he's done this multiple times where he'll do uh, a full dose every day for thirty days, and then Whoa. come back and report. Uh-huh. You're wow. like, oh my god! Yeah. But that's who this guy is, right? Uh-huh. So, what was my whole point of getting into Leo though? There was um, demand for recognition. Yes. Yeah, so what he was saying, and this was one of the deeper concepts that he kind of can't, you know, he was channeling, I think, from his. His experience was that, you know, when you get to the most advanced stages of spiritual development, you don't give two shits what people think about yeah. you. And you don't even want to be known uh-huh. because it's just like it's so superfluous. It's right. so useless. Yeah. You know, but it's yeah. not like it's a bad thing necessarily, but it's not important. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But anyway, that's the only thing. I, that's why I brought that up. That's so interesting. It makes it's 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 right on them. <laughs> The cyber scan. <laughs> okay, so that's that. Now, what I'm going to do is finish the remedy. I'm going to like just complete it, which is um, I'm not going to really do a reading on it. I'm just going to what I do is I add in uh, flower essences, which are like vibrational frequencies that help with the emotional body and just kind of help with the healing process. And then also I put in frequencies that help with detoxification and drainage and help. Because what happens is when you wear this, this the remedy, it's going to start to detox your cells. And so you want the organs of detoxification, kidney, liver, colon, everything like flushing out. So you need to drink a lot of water with it. Okay. But it, 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 it's going to start to detox you. And you may be tired, actually, because the first couple days is when it hits you the hardest. And then after that, you'll equilibrate to it. Uh, but 
you know, that's normal. And it, but also at the same time, you're going to feel clearer mentally, you know, you'll, you, because you'll have less energy going into the imbalance and more going into the healing. Mm-hmm. So, um, what my experience was when I first started this is I just started feeling better and better every day, um, and then finally it took about maybe I think it was like the third remedy after like six weeks. I had a f- chronic knee injury that wasn't healing. And after the sixth week, I did the remedy. Literally, it showed up. It didn't show up. Like, this is just an example of how this works. So I had this knee injury. That was my main issue, right? Mm -hmm. But it didn't show up in the first three, until the third reading. When it showed up on the third reading and I took that remedy, literally the next day, my knee pain was gone. Wow. Because it it cleared away all the interference Uh so my body could heal it. Uh Uh-huh. So... Okay, so now we're going to do one more last thing here. And this is actually really cool stuff. This is affirmations that you do daily. So we'll just um, pull them up. And this is based off of your energy field, by the way. So these are affirmations that are directed right into your situation. I love it. And uh, we'll print these out so you'll have them. And let's see here. How are we doing with the time? Let's see. Okay, we're running a little late, but we'll be okay. Okay, so we're going to print this out. Affirmations. Okay. Some people find that these affirmations are almost more powerful than the remedies because they're like... You're uh-huh. very sensitive. So when I start reading this, it's going to probably really resonate with you. Uh-huh. Um, the very first one is, I am safe. I am safe. Yeah. I can let go of the pain and restore balance and harmony. I can let go of the pain and restore balance and harmony. I can believe there is a power working through me to manifest good in my life. I can believe there is a power working through me to manifest good in my life. Sweet. Okay, those are powerful now. Yeah, geopathic radiation energy energizes and heals me. Geopathic energy, radiation. Oh, geopathic radiation energizes and heals me. Energizes and heals me. I can totally forgive myself and everyone in my life. I can totally forgive myself and everyone in my life. I am healthy and harmonious with my body. I am healthy and harmonious with my body. I can be courageous and free and let go of my guilt. I can be courageous and free and let go of my guilt. I can be totally responsible for my life and no longer blame others. I can be totally responsible for my life and no longer blame others. I am rich, I am rich both spiritually and materially. I am rich both spiritually and materially. I am safe and free to sleep and regenerate. I am safe and free to sleep and regenerate. I deserve to sleep deep and sound every night. I deserve to sleep deep and sound every night. I can release my unwillingness to be wealthy. I can release my unwillingness to be wealthy. Whoa. Whoa. That one hit me in the fucking chest. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I like that. (laughs) Um, I have faith that I'm being guided to my next step. I have faith that I'm being guided to my next step. I treat my body like royalty. 
I treat my body like royalty. I use time efficiently and creatively, and I experience having all the time I need. I use time creatively and efficiently, and I experience having all the time I need. I can make all the money I need doing a job that I love. I can make all the money I need doing a job that I love. I enjoy making lots of money. I enjoy making lots of money. <laughs> I deserve to love others. I deserve to love others. I love my higher self. I love my higher self. <sighs> Whoa. I'd say those are epic. Those are so epic. Okay, so I'm going to print those out so you can actually wow. have those and read them. Those are right on the money. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times what I find is that if you just even read these, you know, you just remember to read them every couple of days, mm -hmm. it shifts you because it's just a little reminder uh -huh. of stuff we already know. But when you read it and it's like, oh, my God, I love my hair self, then you can let go of all this other yeah. garbage yeah. that's it's superfluous you don't yeah. need. You know, it's, yeah. it, the people who created this were genius. I mean, I'm it's who created this. You know, I think it was a team because I, I met the inventor, but I think he he actually uh, worked with a team of scientists because um, there's no way that it was done by one person. Yeah. But it, it, there was algorithms that they used um, to that. What I was told is that the algorithms for this device. Mm came from a study group at Princeton called the, I um, can't think of it right now, it'll come to me, but anyway, it was a study group in Princeton where they studied um, algorithmic um, uh, rand random generating things that created uh, patterns and stuff, so pattern recognition stuff. It's very high-end physics yeah, stuff that's yeah. in this thing, man. Wow. It's very cutting edge. When, when I went to the training in Germany, there were uh, geneticists from the University of Chicago who were there being trained because the entire human genome is in this software. Oh, wow. So you can actually study the genome. And they've seen, I've seen cases where people have had genetic, they were born with genetic defects, like autistic kids. There was this one kid, he literally could not sit up. He, oh. had a, he had a genetic defect. He literally couldn't sit up. Wow. And he got on the remedy, and after I think it was eight weeks or something, he could sit up. Wow. Yeah. It, like, it actually corrected the genetics of his situation. That's or it overrode whatever right, it was missing right. or whatever. Removed the blockages. Yeah, I mean, because we have backup systems. So uh -huh. even if you're missing something, you probably got five other backup systems. That, right. You know. Speaking to the intelligence of the body, of the organism, yeah, right? I yeah. mean, it's just about I mean, yeah. like pulling that piece of glass out of the circuit board. That's Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Our bodies are mirror. I mean, we're just mirroring the universe. Uh -huh. you know, we, we, we have universal, infinite intelligence. You know, so this is just tapping into a tiny little part Particle. of it. Yeah. So they can just tweak it a little bit, you mm. know, and it's amazing. So amazing. It's like tuning a piano, right? If you just have the right tool, you just a little tweak here and there, and you got a perfectly sounding piano. Mm. Our bodies are like that. They're instruments. I love that. You know, and that, and that brings us into our next adventure, <laughs> which yeah. is the, the cosmic healing chamber. Oh, my God. This thing. <laughs> Can't wait. Dude. That thing is a genius. So the guy, I was talk a little bit because I got the next patient. Yeah. That anyway, so you're going to go do that right now. Um, basically, the core of this thing is uh, what's called a bioharmonic vibe bed. 
that was created by Dr. Stephen Schwartz, and he's a chiropractor who pretty much specializes in a vibrational sound healing. Mm. And he created the bed that um, it has these subwoofers, right? So when you're laying on there, the sound, which is in a form of music, comes through your body, and it's literally vibrating every cell in your body with frequency. Mm. So the the visual, because we're not on a camera or anything, the yeah. best visual to think of is if you've ever seen the on YouTube uh, the uh, you know pictures of sand on a vibration plate, and and uh-huh. they'll run different frequencies, and it'll right. create these different like flowering images and stuff. Yes, this is exactly what this is doing, but it's to your body. Oh wow! And so you're getting the vibration of you know, and, he, and this guy's done the science. He's very profound. I'd say super advanced like at the level of tesla as far as like wow. sound research this guy is unbelievable amazing anyway so that vibration opens up energy portals that allows you to have you know there's no other way to say it a cosmic experience it's wow. literally like a cosmic portal you go in there and you know in in it's paired with the pandora star which is a dmt light mm. that activates the images that you get when you take dmt Wow. Which are the fractal uh-huh. you know, universe, which is the universe. The universe is fractal. Uh-huh. So you're just tuning into the fractal universe, right? And when you have the vibration, the sound and light, and what, you know, the goal of the therapy is where you, it's a form of meditation where you're using sound and light as the kind of the, the jumping off point to allow your consciousness to release all stress, all tension, all fear. And go into that infinite space of expansion, mm. right? And that's what you experience when you go deep with this chamber. And the, and the other aspect of it is it's a plasma field. So there's the there's an ormus liquid that surrounds your whole body like a, a womb, literally. So it's mm. almost like you're in a womb. Uh, and then you have this whole cosmic experience going yeah. on with it. It's freaking insane. <laughs> Uh, but the, yeah, but it's just a tool, right? It's a tool to accelerate consciousness, just like if you were taking a psychedelic, like ayahuasca or 5-MeO uh-huh. or any of these psychedelics, which are a little dangerous. I, I, I would say tread with caution on any of those things because, uh-huh. you know, you'd never know, you know. And, Do your research. Yeah. I mean, it's not something to take lightly. You yeah. know, you really need to prepare yourself spiritually, physically, mentally, and I would never recommend it to anybody that was mentally unstable or anything like that. Um, but this is a safe way to have that experience, uh-huh. which is anybody can do. Almost The only person that really couldn't do that would be an, uh, somebody who has a history of epilepsy. Okay. And, and because it, of the light. Yeah, because of the flashing light. And the thing is, like, even if you don't have epilepsy, epilepsy we watch you for the first three to five minutes just to make sure that you're bo- that you're okay. Uh-huh. Some people they just freak out immediately and they can't yeah. do it. So it's just really in ninety five ninety eight percent everyone's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're fine because you've already done it. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Okay. It was amazing. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna head back there okay, now. Okay, cool. And uh, cool. What's up, everybody? Here we are, back at the Transformation Healing Universe with Dr. Har Hari. Um, So I just did the Cosmic DMT Light Chamber. And what an incredible experience. I mean, as a guy, you know, I've had my fair share of psychedelic journeys. 
Um, and I have to say that's it's very comparable. And I, like you said earlier, I think that would be a great baseline or foundation for anyone who's interested in doing that um, to get started and feel what that experience was like. You know, I did that a couple of weeks ago when I came in and yep. we got to sample all the all of your state-of-the-art equipment in here. And, you know, that machine, explain what it is. Well, it's a combination of three right, things, right. actually. And, the, and the, at the core of it is something called bioharmonic vibe machine, uh-huh. which is a vibrational bed that you lay on that Dr. Stephen Schwartz developed over like a decade. And it's using sound frequencies to basically vibrate your your every cell in your body. Mm. It's like doing a cellular massage with sound. Yeah, you it, feel that. And it, but it's also creating patterns and eddies of movement and shifting energy. So it, it kind of preps your nervous system for the light. The uh-huh. DMT light comes in and starts flashing. And that creates the fractal imagery yeah. that you get from ayahuasca or yep. DMT. And then because you have both the sound and the light, it becomes an me- instant meditation. You're mm-hmm. in a meditative state. And it's called, you know, basically the scientific term is entrainment. So it's putting mm. you into entrainment. And if you let it do its thing, which most people, you know, you just let go and let yep. it do its thing, you're going to start to experience um, your inner universe. Yeah. You know, the, the gurus of India talk about the, 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 the whole universe is within humans. Mm. So we're just microcosms of the macrocosm. So yes. that's just opening up the cosmic egg within yourself uh, and then you have that connection yeah and yeah yeah so for you guys listening who are wondering what that <laughs> what that might be like <laughs> so first of all it felt like you blast off into into outer space yeah that's the initial feeling and visuals that you're seeing your eyes are closed and this light is beaming um it's it's sort of ineffable to describe the visuals that are happening. Like you said, it's the fractalized universe. Yeah. I <clears throat> I had this incredible experience just now in there where a lot of it for me is moving through these energy tunnels and portals. And at one point, not only was there this a, a long stretch where I literally felt my pineal gland pulsing in my in my skull. It was it was like it was vibrating. But all of a sudden, I was in this portal, and for this just came to me. Of this is a memory of going through the birth canal, and I thought that was I was like fuck, this is. And it's interesting because if you believe in reincarnation as a term or as a, as a concept and you think about the soul's journey, so you leave the body uh, in death and you become part of everything again, and then you, when you come back, your first thing is coming through your mother's birth canal out into the world. 
and having that experience. And it was, it was a memory as if something I, the same as if I experienced something yesterday. And it's interesting. I was thinking in there, it, it, all of this just sort of came to me through this experience was that this is all this, you know, continual stream of consciousness that we are on this ride we're on because the trick of that machine or anything really and then I was thinking in life in general is to sit back and let the ride take you and so to have this memory of going through the birth canal and coming back into the world it was pretty profound just as far as well, that's and that's the metaphor of every psychedelic, I think. Right. I mean, it's always a death and a rebirth yes. every single time you do it. Yeah. That's really. I think that's the big, um, awake not awakening, but that's like the thing that that the primary lesson mm-hmm. is that you have to just go with the flow. Yeah. And yeah. if you resist the flow, then you're going to suffer. Yeah. That's it, man. Yeah. yeah. That's so true. Um. You know, because, uh, I mean, it was interesting. And then when I came back in here, you started talking about memory and how if we all had a little bit less short-term memory, we'd all be in a lot better shape. Yeah. And it's interesting in conjunction with that, what if we remembered the truth of ourselves, (laughs) of who we really are and what we really are? Yeah. You know, and that's, I think, what... um, you know, these spiritual experiences help us tap back into is the truth of who and what we are. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, amazing, man. Amazing. What is the chamber? Because you say it's full, it's a plasma chamber. Yeah. Um, what is that fluid? It's actually, it's called Ormus. Technically, it's mm. a form of Ormus, which is very ancient technology where they take that particular fluid is seawater. Okay. And what they do is they run it through a, an electrolysis process, and this is like ancient alchemy. Uh-huh. And but it's brought, it was brought into the modern, like say times, uh, through this guy named Kesh, who's a Iranian physicist, mm. and he started teaching doctors and lay people how to make this stuff. And when I first found out about it, and I first heard about it, I thought this is crazy like like it didn't make any sense like i like science and i like understanding things. yeah but when i first heard about it like 10 years ago i was like very skeptical it sounded very shady and non-specific because they were talking about plasma fields I'm like what's a plasma field like what yeah. is that even uh-huh. right so i i just took a mental note of it and then forgot about it for i'd say about eight years and then i think about four years ago this uh, patient of mine was doing a podcast with this friend of hers who was this Department of Defense engineer, super genius guy. Mm. And he had like, I think, three family members who had died of cancer within one year. And he watched them die and go through that whole process. And he was very disillusioned by the medical model of chemo and radiation. And he just, he, he basically, you know, went into cannabis. Mm. He, he started studying oh, everything about cannabis. Interesting. He literally sheltered him. He would be a great guy to, for yeah. you to interview. By Hell the way. yeah. Anyway, he did a four hour talk. And by the way, that's like, normally his talk is nine hours. Wow. It's like, so it was like him. a cliff notes oh in my four God. hours. But he went into this whole, the whole science of cannabis and how it heals. And specifically he's, was into Rick Simpson, you know, oh, the, yeah, the of course. 
but anyway, the but he also was saying, you know, but there's also this other thing called GANS, and it's amazing too. And I'm like, well, if this guy's talking about it, maybe mm. there's something to it. You know, it made me because I remembered that's what this stuff was called. GANS is gas is a nano substance, which is just another word for ornus. Okay, huh. and then it comes again from Kesh. But it's more ancient. It, it goes back all the way to ancient Egypt, this technology. Fascinating. And probably beyond that. <laughs> what know? did they use it for? Well, I'm going to explain. Okay. I'm okay. going to get to that. But cool. I, I want to tell you the story because it's pretty crazy. <laughs> so then what happened was about, uh, I think it was about a year ago, I was sitting in the office and I get a phone call one day from this woman. She's an old patient of mine. And we had been interacting because I had another patient who was a terminal. She was a close friend of mine, but she was dying of cancer. And she's like, you know, this guy contacted me from Canada who's been working with the GANs. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that stuff. I want to I want to check it out. And so this guy, apparently his story was is he got called by God to come to L.A. He didn't know why. He's a young guy. He's like 30 years old. He'd been spending the last three years uh, perfecting the process of making this stuff because uh-huh. it's o- it's open patent like anybody can do it if you if you're willing to spend the time and uh-huh. effort. So he he literally de- dedicated his life to it because of his mother. He was trying to help his mother who had some very awful uh, condition. So then he came here and he had the technology with him and and he's like here hold on to this vial, which was literally just one vial of that substance, like a little vial about that big, about three inches tall. And he had something called a reactor. And he was holding the reactor, which had like a battery that was running. It looked like a little, like a UFO that was spinning in a circle. And, wow. that, and I, didn't know, I, I didn't know about the reactor. I, and I just had a little cursory understanding about the plasma field stuff. Anyway, so I'm just sitting there talking to him for like 20 minutes and I, it's the end of the day and I'm tired and I'm ready to just leave. I was like, you know, burnt and I'm holding this stuff. And after like 20 minutes, I'm like, dude, what's going on? I'm feeling high and like really high. Like I just like smoked a bunch of weed and like was on acid all at once. Like I was like buzzing my whole body. Wow. I'm like, what is this stuff? And he's like, it's the plasma field. It's interacting with your energy field and it's lifting and clearing all this garbage. Yeah. And I, and I was like, wow, this is legit. And it was just from one little vial. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, dude, whatever you need to do, you know, he's like, dude, I got called to come here and set the chamber up, like literally. Oh, wow. And so he, he, he built us a chamber. And of course, it, it was kind of, it's a whole other story. I don't really want to get into it. Yeah, but yeah. He's a int- very eccentric, genius kid. And um, it, we, let's just say we had challenges, uh, but uh, we got it. We got it. He did it. God bless this kid. Like, I think all the best geniuses on the planet are very difficult people. I'm as, sure. As humans. They yeah. just are. Yeah. You know, so he built this thing and um, the very f- one of the first, well, we had a whole bunch of patients who went in it when it was first built and they all came out and they were like, Wow, I feel yeah. so good. Yeah. And this is before we had all the other stuff added in. It was uh-huh. just the chamber wow. part. And then I had this guy come in who, he was an ex-Navy SEAL who um, had PTSD. Uh-huh. And he literally couldn't sleep. He hadn't slept in 20 years. Wow. Insomnia. Yeah. And he goes in the chamber and calls me the next day. And he's like, dude, 
I'm cured of my insomnia wow. from one session in the gym. It's I'm amazing. like, what? He goes, yep, that thing is really powerful. It's <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> and so and then my story, like, that really threw me over the top about that chamber is I, I broke my foot. And I, I called the guy, the inventor. I said, dude, does this thing help with broken bones? Because <laughs> I was in a lot of pain. And, uh-huh. and this was like, it's Saturday evening. There's no, I didn't want to go to the hospital. Yeah. I knew it was broken. I hadn't even got an x-ray at that point, but I could barely walk on it. And um, he's like, yeah, it'll help reset the bone. So I went in there and I fell asleep in it for like five hours. And I came out and it was like, I didn't even have a broken foot. What? I was like, are you, this is insane. I mean, it was like, I mean, it was still broken, but right. I had no pain. All the stress and trauma and shock and everything that was I was going through yeah. was completely erased. Wow. And that's what it does. It, yeah. It erases that out of your energy field. Yeah. Doing it after doing the cyber scan yeah. and getting all of that information, yeah. I could feel all of these micro tensions in my body yeah. being just released. Re- yeah, it just releases it. It's yeah. In the way he described it to me was it's like a, a Faraday cage. Uh. And a Faraday cage is like a basically uh, you're sealed off from the outside world, like the frequencies, like uh-huh. the Wi-Fis and the yes. cell phones and all that. And it basically is like going into a womb. Uh-huh. And the, and that energy allows the body to rapidly process and heal itself, mm. and it's really doing most of the work in the emotional body. Uh-huh. It's it's working on the energy fields. It makes so much sense. Yeah, it's yeah. powerful, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. that because um, we've been talking, and that I think brings us to our next area, which is. Maybe in your view, I'll let I'll let you uh, take it, but the importance of DMT and maybe even five meo DMT in the current climate of fear in you know the spiritual emotional crisis that humans are in at this moment. Oh yeah, um, and talk about you know your feelings on that and and how you came to it and and what it's done for you and how you think it can help everyone else well it was interesting i mean i think everything in our life is predestined yeah. i really believe that after just living my life for 60 years i'm pretty sure it's predestined so what happened was i had a a friend of mine who he was also a yogi somebody we've actually known for decades and him and his wife um were my wife's first yoga teachers actually back in like 20 years ago. And I met him in, in uh, the context of we were actually filming a, uh, a series. Uh, Another friend of mine was doing a, uh, a show for, well, I want to say Netflix, but it's just a show that she was filming. I think she was trying to sell it to Netflix and it was all about the spiritual communities in LA and, how they, you know, ayahuasca, Wim Hof, all these uh-huh. different, you know. Yeah. And so it was a spoof on all that. And uh-huh. she wanted me to be in the film just because I'm a Sikh and I've done ayahuasca. And, you know, she just wanted me to be there, right? Mm-hmm. So I was in like a, you know, like a, actually I had a speaking role in that in that film. But it was, I'm really bad as an actor. And <laughs> so I had to like re-say my lines like 20 times. Like Acting a, a is post, an alchemy, po- Post-production. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, I met this guy who was like, 
we've been connected for decades. And um, he's like, dude, you know, I, I've been doing this stuff called 5-MEO, and I think you're like a perfect candidate for it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And, you know, so he told me that, and I actually just filed it away and didn't think about it for like a year. You know, he, but I, I wasn't motivated to do it at all, to uh -huh. be honest with you. But I, what happened was I had this one patient who came to me from Iowa, and she had a tumor the size of a nine-month pregnant woman in her wow. liver. And it, literally, she was out to here. Jesus. And the doctors pretty much had just given up on her. Mm. And, and she was like, you know what? I'll do anything I can do. I just want to live a little bit longer. Mm. She had, you know, uh, a, a daughter. Her daughter was amazing. She, her daughter was the youngest pilot for Delta. Wow. 21 years old. She's flying jets for Whoa. Delta. So Crazy. she was, yeah, I mean, just incredible like yeah. person. Anyway, so she just wanted to have more time with her family, you know, and because the doctors maybe gave her a month. And she, when she came to me, she literally couldn't walk across the room. She was so weak Whoa. and she was on morphine. And so we immediately put her on Rick Simpson. This, I mean, I can write a book about this. I mean, it, it was just incredible. She said, listen, you can do anything you want. I'll pay for it. Just tell me what to do. Mm. And so we had, had her on at least 10 protocols. And so she did the Pulse. She did the Biocharger. She did the Rick Simpson. And she was and we were doing Wim Hof. She was getting in the ice water 10 minutes a day. Mm. I mean, this woman was a badass. She wow. didn't give a frick about anything she yeah. was like i'll do it yeah you know she was i've seen bigfoot i believe in anything like she literally said she saw bigfoot wow in, in iowa <laughs> you know so she was just, i love that she was so amazing Get her on the pod yeah well she, unfortunately she passed away but she lived actually so let me tell you she lived another six or eight months but that was eight times longer than the doctors told her she was gonna live wow but anyway the but in that process of me working with her yeah, I said, listen, you know, there's only so much we can do on a physical plane. Like, there's mm. soul work that you need to do. Mm. And I think, like, the most powerful thing you could probably do is 5-MEO. But at that point, I knew what it was. Uh -huh. But I was very scared of it myself personally. But uh -huh. I'm thinking for this patient, what do you got to lose? I mean, right. it's going to give her a soul journey and, and really shed some light on her healing process. Uh -huh. And because it's a, a true death, a true ego death and i said you know there's been cases of people who you know have near-death experiences and they come back and they they know how to heal themselves uh -huh. on, a, on a better better way and so she's like okay let's do it so mm. I, I brought her there and so she did her journey and i'm like okay i gotta <laughs> i have to do it i mean my patient did i have to do it right so we did like a half hour of wim hof breathing both of us before Wow. With actually Wim Hof's voice, you know, the whole thing. Like, uh -huh. So we were really charged up. Yeah. And by the way, Wim Hof can get you to that place. Uh -huh. I've had friends of mine who've had full-on, like, DMT type. I've had it, too. Like, Yeah. Um, you know, anyway, but the thing was is that the uh, we really prepped ourselves uh -huh. before we even did the medicine. And um, when it was my turn... I, you know, I was definitely scared. No, not kidding. I was. <laughs> I knew it was going to be. You know, uh -huh. it was. It's challenging more, in the sense of, you know, you're going to have a profound experience that's uh -huh. way, way beyond your normal, you know, experiences. Yes. And I had already done at that point, but probably twenty, maybe twenty five ayahuasca journeys. So I'd already had a lot of psychedelics in me. Mm -hmm. So um, 
and I've been prepped by Leo, who we talked uh-huh. about. You know, he t- you know he said, "Listen, you just need to let go. <laughs> Don't hold on. Yeah. <laughs> just let go. Because uh-huh. if you hold on, you're going to have a rough ride." Uh-huh. And Michael Pollan, the guy who wrote the book, yeah, uh, how, how to change your mind. Yeah, he had a bad experience with five meo, and I really believe he did that because he didn't do enough ayahuasca. Uh, if he had done more journeys and deeper cleansing with ayahuasca, he probably would have had a better 5-MEO experience. Interesting. You know, because I think, and I've noticed it because I brought a lot of patients to the 5-MEO. And the the more garbage you have, I would say, uh-huh. and the more ego you're holding on to, the less profound your experience is going to be. Interesting. So, you know, everyone's different, you know. But in my case, when I went and did it... Um, I immediately, after I ingested the the the, the smoke, um, the vapor, um, I I mean it was there's no lead up. It's three seconds and you're there. Like uh-huh. it's it's pretty quick. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I was like immediately in the presence of God. Wow. Like you're just you 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 as an ego no longer exists. Uh-huh. And and it basically, I was in the uh, I guess in the prime creation i guess that's the way i could explain it it's like prime creation yes the big bang which i i believe in you know even in studying all the physicists out there the idea of multiverse i i believe that's a a true theory that's probably true because it felt like i went right to that moment of the beginning of the universe which universe i don't know but it was (laughs) definitely a universe because it was (laughs) One of them, one of those universes <laughs> that we existed, and it was it was cool because it was like I literally was in the moment of the Big Bang, mm. and um, I was aware of this expansion that the physicists talk about. I st- that whole experience made me go back and study astrophysics big time after I had it because Interesting. I was actually experiencing the expansion, and mm-hmm. I was like, I could. It wasn't like visuals. Although there was some visual, but it it was more just the sense of the creation and expansion uh, and the formation of galaxies. Uh-huh. And so that happened for a long time. It literally felt like I was observing it for billions of years, even Whoa. though it was only a 10-minute like experience. Right. So kind of outside of time and space. Mm-hmm. And, then, um, and then at a certain point near the end of it, I thought, well, what about the Earth? And I, I just like thought, hey, what about the Earth? What, where's that in this whole thing here? You know, <laughs> I love it. And the, and the answer was, there is no Earth. I was like, what? And then, bam! I was back in my body. <laughs> Whoa, dude! Oh <laughs> With this like God. idea that there's no Earth, and I'm like, I looked over at my patient. I'm like, dude, and she goes, I'm not a dude. I'm like, okay, <laughs> uh, well, what the fuck? And literally, I couldn't talk for an hour. I was like, just, I could, all I could say was, what the fuck? Yeah. I was so um, discombobulated. Uh huh. <laughs> couldn't yeah. talk. Yeah. Literally couldn't talk. But then later that day, I, I, or after the experience, I, I, I um, was driving home and I'm in my car and somebody cuts me off in traffic. And I'm like, my instinct right away was to flip the guy off, right? And then I'm like, wait a minute. That guy's me. Why am I flipping myself wow. off? Like I had it as an. It wasn't just. A, I mean, it was it a sensorial uh-huh. experience of that other person being me, and then I was flipping myself. Off. I'm like, why would I do that? Why would I flip myself off? 
Wow. I was like, what? <laughs> wow, man. What was your patience experience? Well, she okay, so we did it twice. And the first time she really didn't have you know, because it's so overwhelming this experience. Uh-huh. A lot of people come back and they can't remember. Right. But she didn't all she knew was that she released something and she didn't know what it was. And oh. she was she was crying. She was in tears. But she didn't know why. Mm. But she totally felt like she had released something. And then um, Mike said, well, you you know, you should come back and do another session. So we came back and we did something called Bottoms Up where you take a small, it's like a micro or a third of a dose. It's not a breakthrough dose. It's like a third of a dose. And you look in the other person's eyes. So you're doing it like tantric style. Mm. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so me and her did it together. It's like you really merge into one person. Wow. And, and not just one person. You're merging into the God part of you that's in that person. So you literally like merge. Mm. And so we did that together. And she started reliving her, uh, like you said, like in the womb. Like she started reliving being in the womb of her mother. Mm. And apparently her mother had had uh, appendicitis when she was pregnant with her. Wow. And she relived the surgery. In their mother's womb. And that, we were like, we, you know, we both, when it came out of it, we, I didn't, I mean, she told me that, but we were still, I didn't like, uh-huh. can, but she yeah. told me what was going on. And I was like, wow. And so that was like a really profound yeah. you know, realization for her. Yeah. You know, and that, that just blew me away. Just the ability, because I've done tantric yoga for years um, with Yogi Bhajan. We, I've done like 40 years of white tantric yoga, uh-huh. which is the same thing. You're looking in someone's eyes. But no, this experience, I would say, was about a thousand times deeper. Wow. So, like, yeah, <laughs> it was profound. <laughs> but, so... but, it's, oh, so, but, the, okay, but I got to preface all of thing, everything I just said is very cool and everything. But the one thing that it made me feel very disconnected from the earth. Mm. from that experience like it was very hard for me to care about anything like after that like literally because i had this experience like the earth didn't exist and i'm like sitting here literally for a year and a half going what are we doing here what what is all this crap yeah you know and and that's what i was gonna ask you (laughs) have you have you had any context or perspective come and give you some more insight into what that message was all about? Well, I, you know what? Okay, so what really helped me? Well, there was the biggest thing I think that helped me the most practically was ayahuasca. Because uh. I went back a year and a half later and I was called to do ayahuasca, even though I was actually terrified because they told me anytime you do any psychedelics after you do 5-MeO, you can go right back into the 5-MeO uh-huh. experience. And I was like, it wasn't like it was a bad, it was a beautiful experience. The thing that I was scared about was me not coming back. Uh-huh. Like, because you really don't care about the earth. Yeah. You're just like, fuck, I'm God. I don't need these stupid mm. idiot people. What the hell? These people are nuts. Insane. You yeah. know? And so I was like, oh my God, I don't, it's almost like too much bliss. Uh-huh. You know, and so I'm like, I was actually afraid of the bliss, to be oh, honest with you. And then, but interesting. Then, yeah, and then I went into the ayahuasca with a lot of fear and trepidation. And the first night I told the shaman, man, just give me the smallest dose possible. And so I got, I got the spirit, I got connected, but it wasn't overwhelming. And so the next night I'm like, okay, give me a bigger dose. Mm. 
So I got the bigger dose and immediately I hit the wall and I, and I said, please, I need help. I don't know what's going on. And so I went outside and they kind of, they, I do ayahuasca with a really caring uh-huh. group of people, very heart centered people. Yeah. You know, and I, and I just sat there meditating in front of the fire and I didn't really know what was coming up at the time. And then it just broke loose. And I started tuning into the land because we were doing ayahuasca in a place in Idaho where the Shoshone oh. were massacred. And so I started tuning in to the grief. There was over 600 women and children massacred on that land. Gives me chills. Yeah, dude. Like, I, t- I didn't know at the time. I didn't know the history. I found mm. out later. Mm. But I, was, I literally was feeling the grief of these people. And in a weird way, that's what brought me back. Mm. It was feeling grief. Interesting. Yeah. And wow. I cried. I started crying uncontrollably. And like after like 10 minutes, the shaman comes out of the, we were like, he was in a hut. He comes out, he goes, is everything okay out there? <laughs> and I'm like, I, and I look up, I'm like, yeah, we're fine. And I just stopped <laughs> crying like that, you know? <laughs> it was hilarious. Everyone wow. just broke up laughing. It was hilarious. <laughs> wow. I love it, man. The full range of oh, emotions right but that, there. But human emotion is what literally brought me back to my body. Mm. In the real sense, like I felt uh-huh. grounded and like connected, and I was like, okay, I can back, get back to life, you know. So, but That's it was so great powerful. having that perspective. Um, but I mean, I think the challenge that we have as humanity is that we all need to have some kind of profound experience, and then and then integrate it and bring it to our into our yeah. lives, you know. Do you feel like maybe that's one of the issues that? we're facing in western culture or americanized culture is that we're lacking that profound experience we all need it man yeah all of us i mean when i had my first ayahuasca experience the first thing i thought was wow every high school student in this country needs to do this Mm. and it would change the entire world yeah because america is like the leader right now we'll see how long that lasts but I mean, we're the leader kind of of the Western world, really. Right. You know, but we're also the dirt bag of the Western yeah. world at the same we're time. We're both. Yeah, I mean, it, it's because we don't have the consciousness. Uh-huh. We're, it, it, it's missing from the equation. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been, um, there's been this very interesting thread keeps coming up in a lot of my conversations and things I'm reading um, having to do with mental health, drug addiction, and the spiritual experience and the seeking out of the spiritual experience and how mental health issues and drug addiction in particular seem to be, you know, there's an issue of the technique that's being applied to achieve these higher levels of consciousness Mm -hmm. is really the issue, you know, and being able to, and I think we're seeing it from what I understand and what I perceive is there's this massive surge or rising to the surface of plant medicines yeah, in America. It's a good thing. Yeah, and it's I think it's very, so very good thing. It's cosmic, you know. It's yeah. it's part of the the greater intelligence that runs through all things that this yeah. these are coming into more prevalence. I think that's going to be you asked me earlier like what's going to help this whole situation. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. You know, I had a guy come in here uh, about a, a month ago. And I'm to say his name because he's running for president. 
Uh-huh. I don't know if you heard of his name. Yeah. Brock Pierce. Do Brock you, Pierce. Do you yeah. know? Do you know him? No, but you were telling me about him. He last came time. in here and he had just done nine ceremonies uh-huh. ayahuasca in the last three weeks. <sighs> He's like, I needed to prepare myself to become the president. I'm like, dude, you <laughs> <Yes>. are amazing. <laughs> You got my vote. Totally. I mean, oh. vote for Brock Pierce. Just write him in on the ballot. Brock Pierce. Brock Pierce, man. <laughs> we need somebody. We need somebody who understands humanity. Yeah. You know? But the, yeah, that the problem is, is that the people that are apparently in power, they're lacking consciousness. Yeah. They're just lacking. And they don't understand that life is, number one, is internal uh. that this whole fear thing we have about viruses and pandemics and that, this has been happening forever and right. it's never been an issue why all of a sudden is it an issue now mm-hmm. you know the the hong kong flu killed way more people and they never locked down no one wore a mask no one said they, right. there was woodstock happening with a million people sitting in a freaking right field in new york yeah and there was hong kong flu yeah who gives no, a fuck? Right. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, we... Uh, I know. Yeah. I know. We've lived in concert with these things, viruses, bacteria, fungi, for millennia. Since you know, I think the biggest thing for me that I'm getting right now, it's a wake-up call. Oh. To wake up. Uh-huh. For everybody. Like, yeah. you, you know, we have to wake our consciousness because it's all about... F- you know, Tesla said it 100 years ago. If you want to understand the nature of reality, understand frequency, vibration, and energy. Mm. And it's all that. Frequency, vibration, and energy. Uh-huh. When we raise our frequency, our vibration, our energy, guess what? No coronavirus. Yeah. Or no other disease either. Because n- no disease can touch you if you're in a high vibration state. What What is it? I know. I mean, I know this is a, a deep rabbit hole that we could go into. But what is it that's skewed our perception away from that understanding it's because fear. Now, it's pure uh-huh. you know what it's just fear yeah people fear for their mortality uh. but and they just don't know they're immortal if you know you're an immortal <laughs> being how could you be afraid of anything i mean it's so ridiculous yeah and that's yeah. the beauty of psychedelics they give you that perspective right. of your immortality you know the studies they did at uh, john hopkins uh-huh. where where they gave people uh you know breakthrough doses of psilocybin they all dropped their fear of death mm. just imagine if every human on the planet had dropped their fear of death right i mean hello <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing you know what's so interesting is you saying that and, uh, you know, we just finished Shark Week. And uh, there was a lot of good shit on Shark Week this year. Will Smith in particular. And he had some really profound things because he's on this kick. Will Smith is on this kick of he's achieved all of his wildest dreams yeah. that he could have ever possibly imagined. Yeah. He's achieved the highest greatness you could imagine. Celebrity, stardom, etc. Been massively successful as an actor. And now he's on this thing in his life where he's, he wants to conquer all of his fears. So one of them was to go diving with sharks. and <laughs> Unprotected? Or is unprotected, that, dude. Oh, 
Yeah. yeah. That would yeah. freak me out. He was fucking, this was the real deal. This wasn't in a cage, man. Oh. And actually, Mike did this, too. Oh. Mike Tyson, my buddy, he, he oh did this, too. Uh, but Will Smith is talking about it. And he had such a fear of the water from the time he was a child mm-hmm. to the point where he actually manufactured this uh, memory of himself as a child drowning and his mother saving him. And years later, he brought it up to his mom, and she was like, "That never happened. You never, you were never drowning." And he created this whole thing. Oh wow! And so he did this shark dive in stages. Like at first, he got his sort of his scuba certification, and that in itself was really intense for him. And he talked about coming out of there. He said the fear was so intense, and he was doing it out at the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. Yeah. And he said that the fear was so intense that I realized when you're so full of fear, you can't see the beauty around you. And I was like, fuck, isn't that the trip right there? You know, when you're so wrapped up in fear, you can't see the light of day. Yeah. And man, I mean, you just hit it. And that's exactly where we're all at right now. Right. No one's seeing what's really going on. Oh, my God. And I think there's a great awakening happening. And. No one's just talking. No one's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking about yeah. it. And well, I think you know. I think that people are talking about it. It's just the mainstream media isn't talking. Well, about that's it. what I mean. Like, can yeah. you imagine this conversation on CNN? That'll Fox be the news? next breakthrough. Oh my <laughs> when, God. when these conversations are happening on your nightly news. I mean, all they have to do is drink one cup of ayahuasca. And yeah, you're there, man. That's it. Jesus. That's it. I mean. I'd been scared away from ayahuasca for many decades, actually, because I had had, first of all, our spiritual teacher told us, don't do ayahuasca, you know. Was that Yogi Bhajan? Yeah, Yogi Bhajan. Yeah, which I love. I mean, God bless him. You know, he did the best he could from where he was at, you Uh know, the the generation he came from, which was my parents' generation. The fact that he was evolved as easy as he was, coming from, you know, the Depression era, you know those those people. I'm sorry they they had very little consciousness. I mean yeah. they were dealing with Hitler back then, right, you know, dude. and the depression. And so I mean the fact that he was able to get to the level that he was at, that was like a miracle just in itself, you know. And there and he's being demonized right now. He's been dead already for 14 years, and now they're just raking him over the coals because he was a man and he fucked up and he. You know, he had whatever, blah, blah. I'm not even going to talk about But the point is, is like, Uh who really fucking cares? The guy brought consciousness. He woke millions of people up with yoga and breathing, just like Wim Hof. Yeah, just like Wim Hof is doing now. He was the Wim Hof of that generation. And I love Wim Hof. Like, to me, he's like the Yogi Bhajan of this generation. Like, he's giving people something that is going to seriously manifest transformation in their brains and their bodies. You know, so God bless him. And I'm I'm a devotee, a full-on devotee of Wormhoff, like of the method, not yeah, of the yeah. man. Yeah. You know, the man's great, whatever. But yeah. the, the method is just right. solid. That transcends. Solid. Yeah. So the point, though, was that uh, we're, we, there was an important point we were making here. Um, well, where were we at? Shit. We were talking about, um, yes, the, the, the great awakening. So fear. Ba- yeah, the fear thing. And so... You know, the ayahuasca experience. Oh, you know, yeah. Why Yogi Bhajan yeah, said, so b- don't do it. Don't do it because it's, you know what? You're out of control. Uh. And it is a scary thing. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, hey, I want to go do it, 
just know that you should prepare yourself spiritually, mentally, physically. You need to strengthen your body, your yeah. mind, and your soul before you attempt any of this stuff because it's not something that you can tread lightly with. Yes. This is warrior medicine, and it's serious. Yes. And I've seen people who are actually trained yogis who are very serious practitioners lose their mind Whoa. and not come back mm. and literally had to be institutionalized. Wow. Eventually they did come back, but I'm just saying like the worst case scenario, you can lose your mind Wow. and it's serious. So mm. like you, none of this stuff is a joke. Like you, it's not like smoking a joint, you know, <laughs> right. I mean, there's a certain percent of people that will smoke a joint and they might freak out. Right. Yeah. But it's very small. Yeah. But with ayahuasca, it's yeah. a lot higher percentage oh, yeah. of people that are going to, yeah. you know, have a bad trip. And the bad trip is not a bad trip, actually, by the right. way. That's actually a good trip because it, it's making you face your demons right. and your fear. It's breaking down all the barriers. Yeah, that's why I love it. I mean, I, in one sense, I'm always frightened and afraid every single time I do it. I don't care what. Because you're going into a, a realm that's completely foreign and yep. alien. Yep. I mean, it's not a movie. It's like real. Yeah. And you're yeah. in it. And it's like, whew. Yeah. My first ayahuasca ceremony was super loving. And it felt like a homecoming. Mm -hmm. Like I came to this place and it was like, wow, this is, this is home. This is where I'm from. This is what I'm, who I am and what I'm doing here. Yeah. You know, and I saw my whole life came into, it was like everything that's happened in your life, Ebb, was for a purpose, you know, and you're here because of everything that's happened in your life. Every yeah. little thing you've had, every interaction, every thought. The second time, I was dropped into this place, man, where I was totally fucking alone and it was black and dark and I was so, I was miserable. Yeah. I was like, I don't need to do this again. I don't ever, and then I sat down because I was wandering around this big house uh, called the Hummingbird Temple. Have you ever been there? No. Where is it? It's up in the Hollywood Hills. It's oh. this incredible house. It's built on a crystal. Whoa. Yeah, it's amazing. With these people, I would say are my medicine family, mm -hmm. um, who I I've done ceremonies with a few times, as well as combo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, combo is another great I love medicine. combo yeah. love it maybe my favorite honestly yeah. oh of my. all of them yeah uh, but I was wandering around this house and you know there's probably 40 50 people at this ceremony and I was completely alone yeah I was in the pit of my darkness and I said okay Eb, we're just gonna go sit down and we're gonna be with this and I sat there and I got, I tuned into my breath and all of a sudden my wife and daughter came into view and I just started, I burst into tears and I must've cried for four hours. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. was the most beautiful experience, but it was the most, one of the most miserable. I, I yeah. literally, I thought looking across this desert to the shaman of the room, I was thinking, I haven't been this miserable in a really long time. Oh, yeah. It takes you, know. you right to the depths of yeah. your own and that's, personal hell. And like, <laughs> you know, and like you said, this it's not to be taken lightly because there's a deep intelligence in this medicine. That, oh, yeah. You know, and they talk about the group that I work with. They're from the Yawanala tribe mm -hmm. in the Amazon. Mm -hmm. And they talk about how Mama Aya, 
the spirit of ayahuasca, it goes into your body and it gets to know you. Mm-hmm. And it gets to know where your blockages are and where you're hiding things from yourself. Yeah. You know, and it exposes all of that. Yes. So it's a beautiful medicine. It's so incredible. I mean, it's, you know, taken with caution, if done intelligently and with right intent. And the intent is very important, by the way. Yes. When you go in, you have to have a clear intention. You know, I went into a ceremony once. It was like, okay, everyone had to say their intention to the shaman, right? Uh-huh. And he's like, okay, what's your intention? I'm like, Buddha mind, right? So I go in literally with this wow. tension of Buddha mind. <laughs> and, you know, you know, and then once the ceremony started progressing, um, I, I had this amazing, like, heart opening, similar to what you were describing with your, 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 your family. But uh-huh. this time, I had a similar thing in the beginning. Uh-huh. But this time, it was like a universal, like uh-huh. I was tuned into everything mm-hmm. and all all the grief and happiness and joy and pain of every being, right? Wow. Yeah. And my heart just was vibrating and just expanding. I was, you know, crying like crazy. <laughs> and, and, you know, at the end of the ceremony, he goes, well, you asked for Buddha mind, but you actually got the Buddha heart. <laughs> wow. I love that. <laughs> like, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, it's amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy that I do ayahuasca with, he doesn't like me talking. I'm not going to say his name because he's very, um, I guess, private. But yeah. I'll just say this about him. He is one of the most amazing humans I've ever met in my mm. life. And sitting with him is like sitting with Buddha, mm. literally. And yeah. and he has a lineage of teachers that I haven't even sat with his teachers mm. who are like, like, it's like indescribable who these yeah. humans are. And they actually live right now on this planet, which wow. is really a good thing. That's a good thing. Yes. And um, Have you it, read Power Verse Force? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I just read it. It's one of my favorite books. And yeah. it, it's so important to have these people. Yeah. Who are functioning at a very high level of consciousness oh, because yeah. it's just the ripple effects of them just being and their thoughts and their heart energy. It yeah. just ripples through the universe. Totally, and raises, man. Totally. Raises us all up. Yep. So, yep. Man. I mean, so I'm really blessed that I met my shaman. And uh, he, by the way, he's also one of the most amazing musicians. I'm when, sure. When he does the, oh my God. Yeah, the music, Unbelievable. Man. Yeah, it's so powerful. Yeah. Um, well, Doc, I mean, I know I, I've got to wrap this thing up. Sounds good. Yeah, this was a great talk. Yeah, thank you so much. You just, <laughs> yeah. you emanate joy and peace to me, man. You know, and, and when I'm dealing with, when I have the fear come in and my I'm battling my darkness and my demons that, I'm working through at this stage in my life coming to hang out with you is such a blessing. And I really appreciate you taking the time to do all this with no, me. It's my, my pleasure, dude. I love that. I connected with someone that actually I would almost say like not a hero, but like I was like into you before I even knew you. That's awesome. And I was like, what, who is this guy? Like, I don't even know. Like, why is this all happening? That's so <laughs> and then amazing. I get to meet you and I'm like, Oh my God, this is, Oh, dude, I'm so I feel so warm and fuzzy with you saying that. Well, for everybody listening, if they're interested in learning more about the work you do, where can they check you out? We have a website, thuheal.com, and we're in West LA on Robertson. And 
We do clinic tours. You're welcome to come in and make an appointment. People, awesome. My wife, who's my better half, is uh-huh. the one who handles all that stuff, and awesome. she's amazing. And so, yeah, you're, we're more than happy to help people, and you know that's where we're here. It's so, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, all right, everybody. I hope you guys got as much out of that as I did. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I greatly appreciate your ear and your support. Lots of love to you guys out there. Hang tough, stay strong, and I'll see you next time. I'm Evan Britton, and this is the Evan Flow Podcast. We're out of here. Peace.